You absolutely can date while you are getting out of debt, but you have to build it into your budget so that you know where your money is going. You know what kind of dates you can take your significant other or the person you're dating on, and you can then have fun in ways that help deepen your relationship together. Maybe that's a little bit easier here in New England, deepening relationships, but I don't think so. I don't think so. You can do that anywhere in the world. Welcome to Living a Budget. My name is Katherine Vanderlaan. I'm a financial and career coach at Saber Street. This podcast is for people who are hungry to get to financial independence and retiring early, which means getting out of debt, saving like it's second nature, and setting up your life to pay it forward. Living a Budget is about so much more than just budgeting. We tackle the hard topics, all with the goal to have as much fun as possible while getting to financial independence and retiring early, whatever that looks like for you. I firmly believe you can have fun while getting to financial independence because I've done it myself and I know you can too. Let's get started. Welcome to Living a Budget, episode 24, Dating While in Debt. So this is an interesting episode. We are kind of all gussied up here, right? It is the beginning of December, everyone has has had the feel-good feelings, not everyone, but a lot of people of Thanksgiving. We've been seeing our family and it is now cold. We're staying inside, at least here in New England. I don't know where you are and what part of the world you're in, but but here it's it's pretty cold. And so we stay inside. That's one reason I think that uh, New Englanders have really strong friendships because we kind of are cooped up inside for six months of the year. We can't go outside unless we want to really battle the elements and feel like we are mountain men and can make igloos in the snow and things like that. And many of us don't do that. So so we stay inside and we develop these deep, deep friendships with the people that we invite indoors and that we that we see. So here in New England, we kind of have almost a Scandinavian or Norwegian way of looking at things where we have a few close friends and we get to know them really, really well. Uh, that's not the same. My husband's from Southern California, and that is just not the same. Over there, he has a lot of friends, and, and he's been able to develop really deep friendships. But things over there are a little bit more surface level, and people like to get together in larger groups and go outdoors and do things all year round. And the atmosphere in New England doesn't really allow for that. So we tend to just develop different kinds of friendships here. Anyway, he's stuck it out with me. We're here together, cuddling and keeping each other warm in the cold. But uh, anyway, so that kind of gets us into how do you date when you're in debt? How do you actually go out and meet people and do activities that will bring you toward other people while you're in debt? I have coached many, many, many single people people who who have a line item on their budget of match.com or or whatever they are using at the time, people who have a line item for dating. And oftentimes that line item is totally blown out of the water when they finally meet someone. So how is it that you can continue to get out of debt and have a really great dating life 
where you're meeting the person that you want to spend the rest of your life with? How do you continue to impress them? How do you actually move this relationship forward while you're paying off debt? And this is something that I have personal experience with as well. I was working real hard to get out of debt while dating my husband. And it just so happened, you know, he picked up the bill a lot of times and it actually, it made me very concerned for his financial situation as maybe only I would be, but it worked out. So let's get through how to do this. And let, let me tell you a story about one of my clients. When, when we first started working together, he told me that he really, you know, he didn't want to meet anyone. He was single. He was going to be single forever. And this was not a line item that we had to worry about. A few months later, he changed his mind and he signed up for a online dating service. This was all through, you know, through COVID times. He signed up for a a sort of a match.com like dating service and started meeting people. So while he was doing that and we had paid off maybe I think his first two lowest debts. So he had a little bit of wiggle room in his budget, but not that much. We put his match.com. I don't think it was match.com is something else. We put that as a line item in his budget, and then we budgeted for a little bit of extra, maybe a hundred to two hundred dollars for dates. And if you go on dates, that is not that much money. So he had to be super creative, and and a lot of some of what we did was sit down and think about how to be creative while dating and while trying to pay off debt. He did a few things. He came to a few conclusions here. He decided to. Talk to his, you know, after the third date, if he was getting really serious with a woman to get rid of match.com to stop that monthly subscription. And then also to talk to her and let her know some of his budget constraints. So what he was going for, what his dream was for his life, what, what was holding him back and, and let her know that one of his major priorities was paying off his student loans, paying off his car loan really getting out of debt. And he let her read between the lines in this one. You know, I'm, I'm not going to take you out to a Fogo de Chao, you know, twice, twice a month. So that's our local, I'm not sure how local it is, but it's an incredible Brazilian steakhouse. And it's also semi, yeah, pretty expensive for a date. So he had that conversation and that was his tactic. He knew he was going to do that going in. And I'll tell you what, it fell flat. He, it was difficult and he wasn't sure how she would take it, but after a month, she took it pretty well. So she understood that it didn't mean that he wasn't going to take her out on dates. What it meant was they weren't going to go to fancy places and it bred in her. And I shouldn't use that word. It grew in her a respect that he was managing his finances really well and a trust in her that she trusted that he knew what he was doing with his finances. So it it worked out in a positive way after a little while, after a few weeks. So the, the second thing that he did was he set expectations with her about their dating life. So yes, he was an engineer, but he also had over $100,000 in student loans that he was trying to pay off. Do we have a Black Friday sale for you? If you're in debt and you know you could use some guidance, motivation, and accountability to finally get out of debt, then look no further. Now is the best time to join group financial coaching as we sweeten the deal with a get out of debt for good 
class and lower the price to just $97 per month. That's 34% off every single month you're enrolled. But wait, for Black Friday, I'm throwing in a free coaching session before you join the group. Book a complimentary consultation right on saberstreet.com to start now. To grab this deal, go right to saverstreet.com and book a complimentary consultation. Mention this Black Friday ad, and instead of $147 per month, you will get into group coaching for just $97 a month. So he said, okay, I would love to spend time with you. I would love to get to know you better. And I think the ways that we can do that are, and he, he had a few ideas for dates and, and he got her, her ideas as well of what she enjoyed doing. And they were a pretty good match. They were a pretty good match. She, she enjoyed time spent together and so did he. So they actually, they ended up spending a lot of time together and uh, he had to let go of his second job, but, but they were spending a lot of time together. And that was a great match. They didn't have to go to all of these expensive places. That was just not what they both enjoyed. It wasn't necessarily, I mean, they both enjoyed it, but it wasn't necessarily what they were both looking forward to. They were looking forward to seeing each other, not spending a lot of money. So they started planning dates around experiences and different things they could do around the city, different things they could do out in the country and different ways that they could spend time together. So that's how he started kind of courting her, was spending time with her in these low cost ways, then letting her know what he was doing with his, you know, what his financial priorities were, and that his emotional and time spent priority was her and getting to know her. And then he also built into his budget some some surprises. So he gave her gifts, just little things other other than dates and, and buying her food. He gave her gifts every once in a while. He he had to let go of his of his second job here, his side gig. But what he did pick up was a product testing thing. So he earned a few hundred dollars every once in a while, and he used that money to then buy her gifts and buy her nice things for Christmas, her birthday, just because. And that really, after she knew his financial priorities, that helped her understand that she was also a priority for him, not just in time spent, but in how he was managing his finances. He put money in the budget to get her flowers once a month. And she really, really enjoyed that. And I'll tell you what, that made a huge difference. So he told me. So I will say that if you are dating while in debt, it's not impossible It is not impossible to date while you're in debt. It is possible to find the right person that works with your personality, that is a really good compliment, and also appreciates you for who you are, what you bring to the table, and where you're going in life. No, he did not open up all of his finances to her. That would have been inappropriate. But what he did do was he told her his financial priorities and why he was working so hard and showed her that she was a priority in his life. And she really appreciated that. It got kind of awkward at different points in time as they were having some conversations, but we walked through that, he and I. And then they got stronger as a couple. They got stronger in their relationship. He was paying off debts. And every time he paid off a debt, 
you know, he celebrated it with her. So she was starting to become part of the picture and she was starting to be brought into his financial picture just a little bit, not, not fully, of course, but just a little bit so that she could celebrate with him as he paid off his debts. So that's a little bit of, of how to date while in debt. It is all about relationship building. It is all about managing your finances and your time. So you're prioritizing the person you're dating in the right way that makes them feel special, helps them feel loved and keeps them where they should be in, in a dating relationship separate from your finances, but also involved and aware to a degree of what's going on. I hope that helped. I will also say, just caution you, don't be cheap while you're dating. It's okay to to have low cost dates and and grab a piece of pizza or, or things like that. That's fine. But I'll just say out of experience and, and uh, in working with a lot of clients, don't bring a coupon uh, to a date. Don't, uh, don't skimp on tips. Don't, uh, don't do things that seemingly take advantage of other people just for you to save a buck. It does not impress your date. It's not good for other people and it's not good really for you. I'm not saying I'm anti-coupon. Just don't bring a coupon on a date. That's all. It just gives off the wrong impression. It's a weird thing. I don't know. Maybe it's just super cultural, but it, it's a weird thing. All of that to say, you absolutely can date while you are getting out of debt, but you have to build it into your budget so that you know where your money is going. You know what kind of dates you can take your significant other or the person you're dating on, and you can then have fun in ways that help deepen your relationship together. Maybe that's a little bit easier here in New England, deepening relationships, but I don't think so. I don't think so. You can do that anywhere in the world. Anyway, I hope this helped. Let me know what else you'd like to hear about in this podcast. I am so, so, so happy to talk about all aspects of budgeting, all aspects of money management, and help you understand how money works here in the United States and how you can get to where you want to be. Where I want to be is retiring early and and being able to give super, super, super generously. That's what we do here at Saver Street. And I hope you I hope it helped. So I'll I'll talk to you soon. Welcome to December. Happy December. Thank you for listening to this episode of Living a Budget. I'm glad you're here. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate our podcast on iTunes or whatever you're using to listen. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at saver.street. And if you need help with your personal finances, feel free to book a complimentary consultation at saverstreet.com. We'll help you find what you need in your journey to financial independence. I'll see you in the next episode.